Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pakistan Cricket Podcast. So today we're just going to go over the the first test match between Pakistan and Bangladesh that is completed, and then after that we're going to do a we're going to do a quick preview of the next test match, and and then we're going to go over the Pakistan T Twenty squad for T Twenty and ODI squad for the uh, ODIs when West Indies come for the limited over series of West Indies come to tour Pakistan. Okay, let's get into it. So so Pakistan won the first test and we won by eight wickets and we won pretty handsomely, but it honestly wasn't as easy as it looked in the end because we were we were down by like just about like 50 or just under 50 runs. After our first innings, we scored less than Bangladesh. And Bangladesh were actually in the lead after our both of our first innings because they bowled so well and batted so well in their first innings. I got a sh- shout out to Lytton Das. He was he was a pain in our side. He was like a thorn in our achievements that we were trying to achieve. You know, like we were trying to win this game pretty. Handsomely, but then him and Mishrika Rahim put on like a huge stand that got them to 330 basically. And and Lindas was good in both innings, and he was like it just looked like we were gonna run away with it at the beginning because we got four four pretty quick wickets early on. And then Mushrika Rahim and Lindas like really like saved them. Well, they should, um in terms of our bowling. Shaheen was his usual self. Got seven wickets. Hassan Ali was good too. He did leak a lot of runs in the in the second innings, going at four point seven two runs. But him and Shaheen both got seven wickets each for the whole match as a whole. And then Sajid Khan got three. Noman Ali was really bad, which was something that I'm not used to saying because he he's normally a very reliable bowler and can grab a couple of wickets, but. He didn't manage to grab any wickets, and I don't know if you bring him back in the next test match. But I'll I'll save that for the preview when I start talking about the preview. But in terms of our bowling, like there were really good signs about our seamers, and I do think that I'd rather play more. I'd rather play a spinning all rounder and have a third full on seamer because it might be too much of a workload for Shaheen and Hassan Ali and. Seems like the seamers got most of the wickets compared to the spinners. Like spin, seam took fourteen wickets, whereas and we only had two seamers. Oh, actually, no, Fahim Ashraf also took two wickets. So, so, so seam bowling took took sixteen wickets, whereas spin bowling took only four. So, and it was only Sajid Khan. So. My bet is take out Noman Ali. Um, no, I'm gonna save that for the preview of the next game. Sorry, keep on going ahead of myself. So yeah. So overall, we performed well because even Fahim Ashraf took a couple of wickets. So everyone actually performed well bowling wise, except Noman Ali. And and we did such a great job in the second innings because with a 50 lead, like if they got anywhere close to to. If if we had to chase anywhere close to three hundred, I think it would have been a really tough, or at least I at least I thought it would be really tough, based on how the innings had been going. But first off, we got 
them out pretty cheaply. We got them out for 157 thanks in large part to Shaheen Shah Afridi, who bowled economically and took five wickets. And then Sajid Khan was able to um, help clean up the tail before Shaheen finished it off again. Obviously, we got a bit uh, lucky because Yasser Ali retired hurt, so he couldn't come back, and they were actually going pretty well with <clears throat> with Yasser Ali and uh, and Nas. But once 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 he retired hurt, we were able to make our way through slowly but surely. It wasn't even that slow because we got them out for 157 and that set us up to win and we ended up winning by eight wickets. And we played our second innings batting was so much better than our first innings batting. Which is quite remarkable considering how much the wicket seemed to be like spinning and how tough it was for us in the first innings. Seemed like the pitch was tough for most batters, but once you got in, you stayed stuck in. And I got to give shout-out to our openers. They did really well. Abid Ali have talked a lot of shit about you and said a lot of bad things. I got to walk that all back. You did amazing. Both innings. Almost got a century in both. Very good. 133 in the first, 91 in the second. And then shout out to Abdullah Shafiq on debut, making two half centuries back to back in both innings. Showed a lot of good technique, a lot of class, and then the ability to accelerate in the. You see, it to me it was like two different innings because in the in the first innings he made fifty two of what? How many balls? One hundred and sixty six balls. So he went at a strike rate of thirty one. And then in the second innings, he got 73 of 129 balls, struck it at 57. So he was much quicker in the second innings. And it makes sense because the first innings, that was his first innings ever. He probably was a bit nervous, wanted to make sure he got a score. Second innings, he trusted himself more and was able to like a bit express himself better and more freely. But honestly, it's great signs. I really like the makeup of Abdullah Shafiq Ali. Really like his temperament. And him and Abid Ali have a beautiful start to their opening partnership. And hopefully he lives on. That was the funny thing about this series is that um, unlike other ones where, where unlike other test series where our opening partnership is usually our weakness. And this one, it was our middle order that didn't perform and our opening partnership performed. Babur, Azra Ali, Fawad Alam both made less than... 10, 10 or less runs. All three of them made 10 or less runs. And those are that's our spine of our batting. That's our main thing of our batting. In the first innings, at least, they barely made anything. But then in the second innings, they were able to muster up something. At least Azar Ali got 24 runs. Bob Razum got 13. But I guess it really helped the fact that they came in. Our first wicket was after 150 runs, so... Our partnerships have been great. And I think it bowls really well for us in the future. What a great start to our opening partnership, 151-100. And that leads me to my MVP. It's obviously Abed Ali killed it. 
really, really killed it. Both innings played with class. If he continues to play like this, then I have no problems with him anymore. But he's always been a guy that that plays so well against the against teams that are worse than us in our in the rankings, but struggles to perform against the better team. So let's see how he does. Let's see if he can continue to perform like this like as the opponents get stronger. I'm looking at England and Australia next year. Let's see if he can continue to perform like this. I hope he does. I really hope he does, and I hope Abdullah Shafiq does too. But they've both earned time now. I really feel like they both have earned time. No. One thing I still have an issue with is the fact that Shadab Khan is not on this squad. To me, it makes so much sense for him to be on the squad because I think we need to use a spin bowling all-rounder, and he is that, and he's also a leg spinner, and it's always great to have a leg spinner on your squad. And I think he would, I think he would have done pretty well. Excuse me, I just got a little thirsty there. But I think he would have done really well. I think, I think he would have perfectly balanced this side. But because he's not there, I can't. We can't really pick him. But for the future, Pakistan must. Has to start thinking about bringing Shadab into the test team. I, he was in our test squad when we went to England in like I think like 2017 or 2016. I don't know what happened. Like I don't know why we stopped trying to ingratiate him into our test squad. He's an important member of the Pakistan cricket squad, and I think he needs to. We need to like try to bring him into test matches. Now I would much rather have him than Noman Ali. First of all, because he's a much better, much better batsman. And bowling-wise, like there, Noman Ali might be more, more safe and have a higher like floor, but the the higher ceiling is Shadab, and so, and so we need to start bringing him in. And like Bangladesh is the perfect opponent to bring them in because the wickets are also, are also spin friendly there, and. And we can afford to make like some mistakes because we should have the superior squad. But obviously, he won't be there for the next test match. But anyway, I digress. The MVP is Abed Ali for this game. Uh, our weakness. Our weakness, honestly, it was our middle order in this game because, because of how... How brittle it was in the first innings. Luckily, our opening partnership was resolute, and our bowlers brought it together in the second innings as well, so that it didn't cost us. But it was still, it was still pretty bad. Um, what do I prefer more, the batting or the bowling? I think in this game, you gotta say it's pretty even between the two. Like our opening partnership was. A very impressive. They were very, very, very impressive. And so, 
So for me, our 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 our, our I would choose. Uh, to, to me, it was even between the two. It was very even between the two. So a uh, bowler of the game gotta be Shahid Shah Afridi. Um, the way he was, we needed when we needed him most, he showed up in the second innings. We really needed breakthroughs. We really needed to get them all out early, and he showed up with five wickets. I know him and Hassan Ali got same amount of wickets, but the importance and the pressure we were under when Shaheen performed makes makes him all the more impressive, especially when you're nitpicking like this right now. So, like, to me, great, great bowling by Shaheen in the second innings, match-saving bowling by Shaheen in the second innings. And to I take it back, honestly. I know Abd Ali was the player of the match, and they did well, but, like, I think Shaheen Shah's... Wickets in the second innings make him the MVP for me because because of the importance of it. Like without without him, we would have been under tremendous amount of pressure because of the way Bangladesh batted and bowled in the first innings and the way we weren't able to match their score. Like we were in trouble, and so it all came back because of Shaheen and the way he bowled. So. Yeah, I don't think we win this match without his contribution. And I think it was the most important contribution. Even though our batting collapsed in the first innings after, I feel like our batting would have been more alert and more assertive if if one of our openers didn't... I think if one of our openers didn't uh, play well, uh, one of our batsmen would have stepped up between all three of them, between uh, Rizwan, Fawad Alam, and Babur, one of them would have stepped up. For us, Bears are bowling. Shaheen is our main man, and like we really needed him in that second innings, and it set us up to win in that to win by eight wickets. So yeah, that's why he's MVP for me. Um, Pakistan out of 10, I got to give, I think I would give Pakistan like a, if we were only counting the second innings, it would be like an, like a nine or an 8.5. But just because we were counting our disappointing collapse in the first innings, because really this should have, this was set up for us to win by an innings where we our opening partnership went in our first innings. Um, I would have to give Pakistan like a 6.9. I was really disappointed with the way we collapsed in the first innings. Just because of how well our opening partnership did. It was set up. It was set up for for a huge, huge total in our first innings. And we collapsed. Yeah. So overall, pretty good. And Bangladesh, I, I would, I would give them about a similar score because they the way, but it's the reverse. The way they played in the first innings was great, whether in the second innings it was bad. Actually, no. So I would give them like a six because of the because of how they collapsed in the in the second innings from 157. It's a crucial moment for them, and they could have really put us under some tremendous pressure if they got that lead up to 300. They weren't able to do that. And who knows, more runs on the board creates more pressure. So 
maybe our opening partnership wouldn't have been as good, right? But it didn't happen because Shaheen did his job as our headliner. It's so crazy that he's so young, but he's this good already, and he's leading our attack, even though he's, like, way under 25. I don't even know how old. I think he's, like, 21, right? Oh, my God, he's 21. That's nuts. Feels like he's been on the team forever. He's so talented, and he's he's the he's our future, and he's 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 gotten better at a steady pace too, and like he's just so good now. What what a find for Pakistan cricket! He's going to be there for the future, for the foreseeable future, barring any injuries. Knock on wood. Um, now looking forward to the next, um, we've actually got so much bright talent, even Abdullah Shafiq, how he can't be that old. He's 22. That's so good. Finally, we're injecting like some youth to go with the experience because, because Abid Ali is old. He's 35 plus. Azhar Ali is old. Barbara Azam and Fawad Alam are in their prime. No, Fahad Alam is also old, like plus 30. But Barbara Azam and Rizwan are in their prime. And now we got... And then... and then <laughs> Shaheen Shah seems like he's in his prime, but like his prime could last for a long time because he's only 21. And then Abdullah Shafiq is going to be great. It looks like a bright prospect for the future. Hopefully we're able to coach him and, and make him better instead of like him not being able to maintain this and then... We just throw him out, which we have tended to do, especially with openers, because we haven't been able to really find a stable pair. This can be it until Abid Ali has to retire. And then Abdullah Shafiq is ready to be the elder statesman. It's perfect. Um, yeah, now looking forward to the next match. I feel like I've already mentioned this before. Shadab should have been in the squad. He's also another young dude. Who's who's under like twenty five, and 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 he should be part of our squad because he's our future too, and he would be. I think he's capable of playing Test cricket, and he could be an important lower order batsman in Test cricket. And his bowling could be. It's T Twenty cricket is wicket taking. I I understand that people are trying to hit him, and that's why he's able to take it too. But he's capable of getting people out too. In T Twenty cricket, and he's shown that he can do it somewhat in test cricket before. And with this form that he's in now, his bowling form in the, in the white ball format, um, why not try him? So he should be in the squad and he would be in my 11. But like since he's not there, I think we're going to probably, what I would do is bring Nawaz in, take Noman Ali out, and then I would have, um, and then I would bring in another seamer, whether it's Naseem Shah or Muhammad Abbas. instead of um, Fahim. This way we get to test out to see how Mohamed Nawaz does as the all-rounder in our team in a test match. See if his batting holds up and if his bowling holds up. Both will be under scrutiny. But it's a good opportunity for him. But other than that, I would keep the same squad because why change something that worked? Azhar Ali, you're close to being actually dropped to be honest, I would drop Azhar Ali. Yeah, 
Why not try Saad Shaquille or Kamran Golam, you know? You bought them there for a reason. So you might as well just uh, test it out. But I, I, I know that they won't do it, so that's why I'm not going to say it. But I, that's what I would do. I would introduce one of them into the team. Maybe Kamran Golam because of his domestic things. Might make more sense to have him. But I also wouldn't mind. Uh, this is the last test match. Might as well try all of our best strength, actually. You know, include both of them in. Maybe move. Um, who who would you take out of the squad then? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I would maybe rest Abed Ali since he just scored this century. And he doesn't have to prove his place. Like, rest Abed Ali, rest, uh, rest Azhar Ali. You can bring in Imam al Haq, bring in Karman Ghulam, and then maybe you can rest Fawad Alam. Just test our complete benching. Such a kill. But then there's a higher chance we lose the game. But I want to try some of our bench. Okay, maybe maybe don't rest Fawad Alam, but like rest or and not rest Abid Ali because he played well. Like keep him going, but maybe give Azar Ali a rest. Try Slashikil or Kamran Ghulam. I'm down to try one of them. Then you can either have them bat at three or move Barber up to three. So he's used to batting at three anyway. I think that's what what I would do, but. But if I'm happy, but if you're gonna ask me to predict an eleven, I think we're gonna have the same squad, except Noman Ali will get kicked out, and then like Bilal Asif or Zahid Mahmood, one of the spinners is gonna be brought in instead of Noman Ali. But I would prefer that Mohammed Nawaz be brought in and replace Fahim Ashraf, and then and then Noman Ali be taken out and and brought bring in uh, Mohammed Abbas or Nassim Shah. Nassim Shah is another young bowler. He hasn't really been that good in my in my head. He was only good in Australia for me. Other than that, he hasn't been really that fast. I think Haris Rauf seems faster, and he does it more consistently. And I would have tried him in this in test matches too, because there's more margin for error in test matches in terms of like line and net. Even though his line and net has been really good in in the, in the T20 World Cup, he's really improved his control. So I would have also tried him out in test cricket, but we seem to have gone back to Nassim Shah, and he's out of it. So why not also test him out? I mean, you don't really have to test out Mohammed Abbas because you know what he can give you. And so, like, I'm okay with Nas not playing him. But I wanna, I wanna see Nassim Shah. That would have been, that would be nice. But then again, this is what I want to happen, and it won't happen, like, because. They also just didn't even try Shadab Khan, which makes no sense to me. He would be in my test squad. He's that he's just so good all round that he's gonna perform in something. Whether he gets you fifty runs with batting or takes an, a really good wicket or does something amazing in the field or bowls someone out. There's just so many opportunities for him to to do something for us. 
and we should definitely try it out. But yeah. So yeah, that that's my prediction for the eleven. I do think Pakistan's gonna win again. And then my MVP for the game I think will be I think it's gonna be Shaheen Shah. He's gonna bowl well again. He's gonna get some wickets. And I think he's gonna get enough to get the MVP. Although I'm looking for Babar Azam to have a better game. And I'm looking for the opening partnership to keep this up. If we're going to stick with it, I'm looking for. Actually, yeah, we should stick with it. So forget what I said about like trying everyone new. You know, earlier on, I was wrong with that. Yeah, we should keep up the Abid Ali and Abdullah Shafiq. Let this partnership continue to blossom and go. But I do think Azhar Ali should go out, but he won't. But anyway, I'm looking for Babar Azam to make a big score because he hasn't. He hasn't really made a huge score in test matches or, or consistently made huge scores in test matches for a while now. And um, we need that from him. He's our best batsman. Um, he's our captain. So I'm looking for him to make a huge, to make a century in the next test match. Unless it's not required because we'd like destroy them. But I don't I don't see that happening. So, so I'm looking for Barbara Azam's century as well. And I'm looking for Shaheen Shah to get close to 10 wickets in the test match. And then Shaheen Shah becoming the the MVP of that game. And yeah, that's all I have for that. Now we move on to the Pakistan squad for the West Indies tour. The West Indies white ball cricket tour. So... The big thing is that we dropped a bunch of players. So Hassan Ali was rested because we're taking injury management into the case because he just came back from injury before he played a bunch of cricket now. And he got into injury because we were playing him and everything. So, okay. Hassan Ali was rested. Imad Wasim, Safraz Ahmed, and Shoaib Malik were dropped or were left out. And Hoss, Mohammed Hassan was added to the squad. This is compared to the to the squad for the Bangladesh one. And we, we trimmed it down to 15. That's why we dropped a bunch of players from this Bangladesh one. And then and we added Mohamed Hasneen again. Um, and then for the ODIs, we, we added Asif Ali, Heather Ali, Iftikhar Ahmed, Hustin Shah, and Mohamed Wasim Jr. And... Fahim Ashraf, Hassan Ali, Salman Ali Aga, and Safraz Ahmed have been kicked out. This is based on the squad for the England ODIs, which is the last ODIs we played, which was so long ago, in July. So I like that we brought in Asif Ali, Heather Ali, Iftikhar Ahmed, Hushtar Shah, Mohamed Wasim Jr. <clears throat> we're seeing if these people can be our future now. I think we're. I think Mohamed Wasim might be replacing Fahim Ashraf as our Seam bowling all rounder in white ball cricket because he can hit more and he's a faster bowler. And I want to see that happen. Maybe he could be that. Um, but yeah, let's first talk about the T20 squad. So I cannot believe that Imad Basim got kicked out. He was a big part of our, uh, our T20 squad for the World Cup and... He's a good spinner, and we're playing in Pakistan, which is help spinning, and 
He's a good all-rounder, and I think we keep on kicking him out for no reason. And it's not like he performed badly in, in the World Cup. So to me, it makes no sense that we're kicking him out. Sorry, excuse me. He would still be in my squad. Uh, I understand Sarfaz getting out because he's not going to really play. And I understand Shomali being out because we want to go more towards the youth. And Mohamed Hafiz was not in our Bangladesh squad. And he's still not in our West Indies squad. So I understand going away from those people because we want to go towards youth a bit more. But Iman Batsim is not that old. He's like in his early 30s. So like he could have been one of the more experienced players in the squad to go with this youth. But whatever, it just means Heather Ali is going to get more chances at least. And I think we're going to give Khushdil Shah as well more chances. <clears throat> so based on this squad, this T20 squad, my 11 would be, okay, you start with Babur and Rizwan. Then you have um, Fakhar Zaman. Those three have already been decided and they're going to always stay the same. Then you got Heather Ali, four. Hustil Shah five. It's gonna be between Hustil Shah and Iftikhar Ahmed for that fifth spot. Then six, you got Asif Ali. Then you got Shadab, Nawaz, Muhammad Wasim Jr., uh, Shaheen, and probably. Shah Nawaz or Mohammed Hasnain between one of those two. So that would be my squad. So you got three seamers uh, and then two spinners in uh, Shadab and Nawaz. And then and then if you get Iftakhar Ahmed, he can also bowl a little bit. Actually, it, uh, instead of Shah Nawaz and Mohammed Hasnain, it would probably be Haris Rauf as the third guy. Sorry about that. My bad, Haris Rauf. I just talked so much about you and I completely forgot about you. Yep. So it would be Haris Rauf and then that would be our, our squad. Uh, it looks like, I guess, we have moved on from they're trying to put Nawaz instead of Imad Wasim and replace him. But I think Imad Wasim is just a bigger hitter, so I would like him more at the end. But if Mohammed Wasim Jr. lives up to his big hitting hype, then it could be okay because then Mama Nawaz can be the steadier guy down the order in case we have a collapse. So it could work out well. But I guess we have moved on. We're moving on from Imad Wasim, even though I disagree with it. But other than that, this is a strong squad. Very dynamic. I like Heather Ali being in there. Um, the only spot I'm iffy on is the Iftikhar Ahmed number five spot between him and Khushtil Shah. But if we give a if we give it to Khushtil Shah, then I think we lose a little bit of dynamism or variety in our bowling. Because that's the one thing we had when we had Hafiz in there is because his offspin was crucial. Uh, and so if Tahar Ahmed can bowl some offspin, if his bowling holds up, then I'm okay with giving him that spot because he'll sometimes fire with the bat at least. So yeah, so it's, it's a good squad. And let's see... If Heather Ali can keep this going, you know, I want him to keep it going. He is our future in T20 cricket because of his stroke play, his dynamism, and his just, he is the X Factor. He, he is a match winner, and uh, I'm excited to see it.
he's what we were missing, I think. If he played, I think, and he was playing well, we could have beaten Australia because he, he can increase our score by 20 more. And he looks so good doing it. And he's had a great domestic season. So, yeah, overall, good 2020 squad. Now moving on to our our ODI squad. So in this one, we actually use openers instead of Barbara Azam and Mahmoud Rizwan. Although, like, man, I would just open with Mahmoud Rizwan. I think he's better served as an opener than coming down at the at the end. But we probably go with Fakhar Zaman and Mahmoud Rizwan. Sounds like a really good opening partnership to me. So you would have Fakhar, Rizwan, and then you go Babur one down, Heather Ali two down. And then Saad Shaquille five, six Asif Ali, seven Shadab, eight Nawaz, nine Muhammad Wasib, six, uh, ten Shahinsha, and eleven Harris Rove. So how many bowlers is that? Harris Rove, Shaheen. Uh, Muhammad Wasim, Nawaz, Shadab. Nawaz, Shadab. Yeah. That's five seamers. Who did I put? Who? who, who? Saad Shaquille is fifth. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I want Saad Shaquille. I like his batting. He's very technically sound, and I wouldn't mind him coming, being in a middle order to, to like, steady it. Him and Heather Ali, to me, can float between four and five, depending on what's happening in the game. But I like that squad. We might be one all-rounder short because, because we only have five bowlers. But, like, I'm down to trust our bowlers and, like, ride with them, you know? Shadab, Mohamed Nawaz, Shaheen, Haris Rauf, and Mohamed Asim. Pretty good five. Our batting becomes really solid. Honestly, in the Asif Ali spot, I would rather have a um, an all rounder. But I don't think we really have Iftikhar Ahmed is the only one, and I don't think he really like moves the needle that much in terms of his all round capabilities. Like I'd rather go with the bowlers that we have. The five bowlers that we have, so then like that's why I would I wouldn't mind giving that to Asifali, especially the way he proved himself in with this big six hitting. We could use that at the end to like finish games. He could be our finisher in ODIs as well. Let's see if he's able to extend it to ODIs as well. So yeah, that's also a pretty strong. It's very similar, except we have Fakhrizaman opening. But Barbara Azam and Fakhazaman are just in different spots. But I think Mohamed Rizwan needs to be our other opener. I don't I don't want Imam al Haq playing. I'd rather have Rizwan as opener and then have that as our lineup. Because then that way you can include Sachikili. Because if you don't have Rizwan as an opener, I don't think you can include both Sachikili and Heather Ali. And I think Heather Ali is our future. 
he'll eventually he'll make our test team too. But like we need needs to grow more. And ODI cricket is where you could go from just being like a stroke maker. So yeah, overall it's a pretty strong squad, and I'm and I'm honestly really excited to see it. The home schedule it starts on December thirteenth. 13th to 16th is are the three ODI uh, T20s, and then 18th to 22 are the three ODIs. I haven't seen Pakistan play ODI cricket in so long, so I'm actually kind of excited. And we're leading towards the World Cup. I think it's in 2023 or 2024, the cricket, the, the 50-over World Cup. So this is going to be good. And that's why I want us to test our bench strength and our, and our more dynamic players because, like, we need more dynamism in our in our limited overs cricket. And how Heather Ali provides that and Asif Ali provides that. And then and then I just like the steadiness of Shot Sakil. He can be like a Harris Rauf type. Not Harris Harris type player. Shout shout out to Harris Soel. I miss you. Sorry, your form just left you after the after you were a mainstay in our in our team. I think injury just derailed him completely. And then COVID as well. Um, but yeah, I like both squads. Not 100% completely, but pretty good, especially given that we're just giving rest to like Hassan Ali. But I honestly, Mohamed Wasim Jr. could replace Hassan Ali, especially in T20. He could end up replacing him and if he really performs. And I liked the limited amount of bowling that I saw of his. And I'm curious to see his batting. So, yeah. Those are my thoughts on the T20 squad. I really like it. I just find it inexplicable that Imad Wasim is not in either of those squads. But other than that, it's very strong. All right. That's it for me today. I will see you all after or you will you will you, you all will hear me after the second test match and then I'll really preview th- after the second test match against Bangladesh and then I'll review like the whole series and what we learned and then and then the next time after that will probably be when after the first 2020 for the against West Indies all right see y'all and thank you for listening